Patrick, the dictator of the podcast, has kicked his hosts off of the podcast so that he can talk for 30 minutes nonstop. I'm giving them 30 seconds each to praise me and lead me in to an introduction and then introduce me and then I'll talk for the next 20 minutes. In other news, my mom just got home. Uh, so we might hear my mom just Ooh. got home and one of their dogs is at my feet and Special her guest. her paws are on the wood floor. So it's going to be real noisy. Up you got a good doggo just not making any noise right now. Um, I'm on the road and by on the road, I mean at my mom's house. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to The John Chi Show, hosted by three Korean-American adoptees diving headfirst into what it means to be adopted, Korean, American, and more. And now, here's your hosts, Nathan, Patrick, and KJ. Welcome back to The John Chi Show, everyone. It's your boys, KJ, Nathan, and Patrick. Beep, beep, we beep. spent the past minute just rambling on not starting the podcast. Because <laughs> you know what? It has been uh, at least a minute since we have caught up and since we have sat down to do a recording just before we do this. We're like, how do we do this again? Because uh, so much has happened since the last time we sat down to do this. Um, but before we go any further, say hello, Nathan and Patrick. Hello, John Chi people. Hello, my my <laughs> wife just texted me and said, that "My wife, we can't use the oven because the lock that goes on when you clean it, like when you do self cleaning, like for some reason it kicks on randomly in our oven, and we can't like you have to really jimmy it to." I'm not gonna lie, wow. I have never turned on the self cleaning feature well, of the oven. It kicked I, on last I, night when I've the never. oven was on, and we weren't cleaning it. We were gonna use it, and then it was oh. too hot for me to. I can get it, but. Wow. I gotta go. Well, right. I gotta go. There you Sorry. go, <laughs> listeners. I don't have to go. I don't have to go anymore. Cooking tips with Patrick. I don't know. I wouldn't call that a tip. Oh, sure. This is what Patrick uh, deals with now no that he's advice. married. <laughs> this is what he does now that he's a married Patrick is is he talks about the oven and yeah. safety. Patrick has married the Patrick. Yep. yep. Leveled up. I've evolved. Dude, how was your wedding? Is now about it was. I don't know. You tell from, me. You from were there. your perspective, no, no, no. From your perspective, how was your wedding? It was a blur. Uh, Emily and I were just talking about this, actually. Like, and everybody said this leading in. Like, take all the moments you can to slow down because it's going to go by mm-hmm. super fast. And I thought I yep. was doing that, but no, it was like then you weren't. Yep. So much was happening. It was wild. It was fantastic, though. Best day of my life. I've said it multiple times, and I'll say it again. Best day for sure. And I'm excited with that. <laughs> what was uh, like one highlight that like really stands out for you? Oh, one highlight. I mean, honestly, I other than the photo with KG, of course. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you, and you, and me, and um, me. Yeah, I was there. You were there. I swear. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you remember I, how hot it was? Proof. <laughs> yeah, you were wearing that full suit, and you were just didn't even have any sweat on you. I was like, it was crazy. Yeah. Uh, and my lighting was completely different. Right. I mean, I don't. <laughs> well, you brought your own lighting. Yeah, you brought your own lighting. Professional photographer. Exactly. He's like, guys, I'm going to look fantastic in this, and y'all are all going to suffer under this <laughs> hot daylight. Who needs golden hour when you have fake lighting? <laughs> um my my favorite moment was honestly our first look because I don't know. I was Ooh. like, I'm very traditional in that way because she was like, all leading up to, she's like. I don't care if you see my dress or what it looks like. She's trying to like show me. I'm like, no, I don't want to see it. I, <laughs> like, I already have an idea of what you might wear. And honestly, blew all my expectations out of the water. And I cried right then. I was actually starting to cry before. Did you cry? Before, ah, before, nice. <laughs> like when she was walking in, I was already crying. And 
I was. I the love first, it when the groom cries. Oh, I cried. I think a total of seven different moments. He cried nonstop. Really? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Lots he kept, of crying. He kept disappearing for like large chunks of time at a time and i was like where's patrick and after i had caught up with him he was like yeah this is over there like bawling my eyes out i finally got the rhythm and i was like oh he's crying some more somewhere he just needs yeah. a minute to catch up and then he's ready to go back in to meet someone and then cry some more yeah so. okay I take that back i, I only like dreams who cry a little bit on the show sorry. yeah you just cry kidding wow cry he cry cries. that's definitely what right you emotionist cry you, yeah. your eyes out <laughs> I'm just saying for for me personally when I'm taking photos oh, of I've, yeah yeah professionally it's like great to get a few tears here and there but if if either the groom or the bride are crying the entire day it uh, it can be troublesome for the photos <laughs> yeah but sure. but are you just like oh here I have a jade roller prepared get some of that puffiness out are you like nah no Stop and crying. then you roll it on their face well, <laughs> I, I, you know it me, becomes I, a very tender yeah, moment like a you thought getting a haircut from a Korean lady yeah. was tender nah your photographer <laughs> jade rolling your face like the corner man of uh, in a boxing for a boxer alright <laughs> you're okay no. you got this you got this there was one uh, wedding I did where uh, the bride was really trying not to cry because she didn't want to ruin her makeup so whenever mm. she told all her wedding party and friends and family that if she started to get emotional and looked like she was going to cry yell out either ketchup or mustard and it was just like a keyword that just would trigger like a, a, a humorous response in her that would make her laugh instead because not only just one person did it but multiple people would do it and it would just kind of be funny and awkward that would make her like snap out of the emotional part and stop crying weird but yeah it was it was very weird but at the same time it, it kind of worked but at the same time it was like you know, I, I think a wedding day is for some nice emotional moments. Well, like, they should have like mixed that. it up. They should have been like, yeah. steak sauce, <laughs> Worcestershire, <laughs> sriracha, <Yeah>. mayo. <laughs> you know, I know we've all been talking already. and We've probably gone way past this already, but uh, we, we didn't even really explain to our new listeners what John Chi Show means. How do you know oh, we have new yeah, listeners? That's right. Actually, our listenership has been going up, I think. Yes, I have to mention Judging that. Judging by this, the numbers, this last I month, just ran the numbers. been... Our best month ever. So I want to say thank you to every one of you who listened Woo! last month. That was best month yeah, ever. That was the best month we've had. And so I appreciate anyone new uh, or old uh, listening. So <laughs> I mean, we're not ages on the show. Long time listeners. <laughs> That's where my mind time. went, but I realized <laughs> yeah. he's meant new or old listener. Yeah, like you've meant, been listening. First time listener. I know you guys. First time, long time. Wow. Yeah. God. All right. Well, what does it mean, Nathan? Answer your own question, please. Oh, well, fine. Yes, John drinking mid on the podcast. Well, that is drink. what it means. It means to drink. Love it means to feast. It, it means does not to, mean to drink. Oh, I know. It doesn't really mean the words drink, but it means to celebrate. Sorry. We are celebrating our Korean adoption heritage and stories and everything that goes along with that. And um, we love interviews. We love talking to people. We love... <laughs> All of that, but this time it, we also just love talking to ourselves. So <laughs> that's what we're doing. We're having a solo. Welcome episode. to Naval Gazing with the John Chi Boys. We have. We will have some amazing guests soon, though. We have. No, we won't. <laughs> wow, hot take for the upcoming episodes. Oh, Yikes. got him. Just Ouch. kidding. I apologize ahead of time to all of our future guests. I'll cut that out. Oh, wait, no. KJ's <laughs> editing these. Um, I am editing them. I want to go back and see really quickly, or not really quickly, but I want somebody to go in and take out all of the times we've titled a segment or retitled the show. 
Like you were just like navel gazing with the John Chi boys. Like did like a random <laughs> feature segment name because I think there's a lot of them, and I think I'll get a yeah. good laugh out of that. So listeners, probably go ahead and dive in and send me that, please, and I'll send you a shirt yeah. of my own design that says navel gazing on it. It might. Yikes! <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. Um, I think we wanted to take this opportunity to talk, catch up amongst ourselves because, um, we're like deep into, and by deep into, I mean a couple weeks into year two of the, of the John G show. And we were just talking before we started rolling about how, uh, how we celebrated Chuseok or how we didn't celebrate Chuseok. And so <laughs> it just struck me that beyond all the life, right. Beyond all of the, uh, Patrick getting married and Nathan having a bunch of work and me getting a new job and all those things. There have been some milestones in that um, it's been a year since the show, and it's. I feel like we started the show just in time for a bunch of Korean holidays that we knew nothing about, which is really exciting so that we could learn about those things, but now it's year two, and <laughs> yeah. Patrick, and the way that you were talking, you were like, oh, it's Chuseok, whatever, I don't have time for this, forget it. So we've already moved from, ooh, what is this fun new thing, to I'm super jaded, um, but I just thought that it was a... Uh, a nice opportunity to explore like these new rhythms that we've developed in our lives. Um, so we just, I think, let's see, by the time this episode drops, um, we will have just celebrated Hungal Day, uh, which was October 9th. We also, the weekend before that, celebrated uh, Founders Day or Founding Day for South Korea. And then like a month ago, we celebrated Chuseok or the Harvest Festival. So uh, some big things in kind of Korean holidays. Um, but yeah, I don't know. What are, your th- what are your thoughts? This being the second year round, I think last year we were like, oh, I'm excited to learn more. And then it was a year later and we were like, I ain't got time for that. Patrick, <laughs> Nathan. Yeah, I think with Chuseok coming up right around the time I was getting married. So I think it was like a weekend after uh, I got married. I remember seeing posts starting to come out, like people being like, this is what I'm getting ready to do. And it's not like Chuseok is just a Korean version of like the mid autumn or the, what is it? Is it Thanksgiving? It's the Korean Thanksgiving. No, it's not not Thanksgiving. They say it's the Korean Thanksgiving. That's how they describe it online. I guess like, Without all of the problematic extra baggage, sure, right, yeah. of course. <laughs> but, the mid- but don't have, like, don't, but don't yes. there aren't there like a lot of cultures in like East Asia, yeah, a specific, of okay, cultures. that have something yeah. like. And I was seeing yeah. all these posts come out, and I was feeling not almost not necessarily FOMO, but almost imposter syndrome because I feel like everything leading up to the wedding, after we did met for the live show, was like I really shifted gears into like wedding mode and it was really like personal life mode and i think coming out of that i was then lifted of that burden which i talked about of of being like engaged for so long and now being officially married which i talked about last week but um also like dealing with a lot of different work stuff we had a big event for work like a month-long thing for that that i was getting into and then there was just a whole lot of other stuff going on mentally that continuously seeing posts like getting for people getting ready for Chuseok almost made me feel like I was like, everybody else is doing it. I'm going to just leave it to them and then like take it in in that way. I'm going to celebrate through other people and just, I don't know, like I just wasn't in the right headspace, I think, to go after it. And I felt like kind of after that, I felt sad in a way because I'm like, ugh. You know, this is another time that you've passed it by. That was like the whole reason that you started doing all of this. So you can get closer to your culture. 
But um, at the end of the day, it was just like, I don't know. I just had so much life stuff going on. And I think what I've been thinking about lately is like how you balance, how again, how you balance these things and how you navigate all of the different intersections that you find yourself in and that we find ourselves in as adoptees. And yeah, so that's where I'm at with it. Thank you for celebrating for me, everyone. Yeah, you know, I did the same thing. I think KJ did. I had some Chop J from H Mart, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't even so talk I had anything. Least, so I had something at least. I don't you think know, buying Korean. something from a grocery store that's pre-made counts as cooking. I mean, did I you know. just eat it right I out didn't. of the bag? I, then you yeah, the it. other stuff I made oh, okay. was cooked <laughs> cooking. I but yes, I made that one, threw it in a pan, heated it up. Which actually, I don't know. Is do you eat Chop J? Heated it up. Yeah, some uh, people eat it cold it and some people warm, right? I always liked yeah. it warm, so that's again just my preference. But um, and then yeah, we made some uh, some food. I even think I had hotox, those little um, uh, the cinnamon ones later, or the brown sugar ones. I think I had those for breakfast that day. But you know, I was trying to keep that, it. Those make great breakfast. Food, yeah, they by do. The way. If you have an H Mart near you or a Korean slash Asian store that sells like hotok, uh, hot hotok, hotok, yeah, that's just a weird hard word to say. I feel like a fool. <laughs> The, there's great. two versions that are really delicious. One is a brown sugar one, uh, and the other one is a japchae one. And there's uh-huh. like some other ones like leeks or whatever. But I like having those for breakfast because mm-hmm. uh, they're so handy. And also you get sweet or savory, just whichever yeah. one you want to buy. So I just heat them up on a stovetop, done so. So yeah, it's, this, they're really easy. I really like those. And the frozen ones, I think, are, I mean, sure, I tried to make those other ones from scratch and everything, but frozen's just really easy just to throw it on the pan yeah um but yeah so i tried to do that had you know had some kimchi and things like that but uh, i i don't know i i have enjoyed this last year of looking forward to some of the korean holidays and trying to see when they are coming and see if i have enough time to plan for them um i think that's the biggest thing is i'm more aware of them mm. coming than i was before yeah. that doesn't mean i necessarily have time to plan for it but at least i'm aware that it's it's around the corner and that's pretty much at this point all I, I can do. But yeah, I didn't know too much about the Founders Day or or a Hangul Day. I didn't, I've never even really heard of Hangul Day. What is that, KJ? Did you look uh, into that? Hangul Day is the day that Hangul was created and oh, it's instituted okay. as a national holiday, uh, I think, in the mid-20th century or like reinstated in the mid-20th century. But um, yeah, I think that that's, that's it celebrates like the, the creation language. from wow. King Sejong. Um, yeah. So I'm pretty sure that's what it's about. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's super off the cuff. So if I am wrong, <laughs> just know that I did very little research. We'll, ca- we'll uh, get it back with or the fact if check. if I did research, I did it a year ago. And this is just what I have retained in a year's time. So yeah, you know, it's interesting. I felt the pressure of trying to interweave Korean Americanness with what it was essentially any other day for me mm. with Chuseok or sure. founding day or hungul day i don't even know how to celebrate i mean besides that there are holidays and you would get those days off in korea i don't know what you would do to necessarily celebrate them as much as you just like hey we did it everyone um <laughs> but i think especially with chuseok i was really struck by um jennifer holcomb patel previous guest and friend of the show she went to h mart and was doing all these things so that she could celebrate with her family. I think having learned recently, like we did, about the holiday. And I felt the pressure from Sarah asking, hey, what are we doing from Chuseok? That 
it was then now that I am aware of the holiday, it is on me to navigate how that intersection works, Mm -hmm. which is a lot more brain work than I wanted to deal with (laughs) because I also just gotten a job and I'm doing like a bunch of other identity work still outside of the adoption stuff and whatever. Right. Then we went to Patrick's wedding. So it was travel and all these things. Right. So yeah, it was just interesting trying to figure that out. And I, I really commend Jennifer and I'm curious, Nathan, if this is a case for you, we're like, so, you know, um, you know, Jennifer has two, uh, two kids, one who's adopted, one's biological and they're all Korean. Uh, and so I think that there is that weight of, I need to do this for my family, even though I don't necessarily want to do this for myself. Nathan, I'm curious, did you feel any of that? Or do you feel any of that pressure thinking about your own kids being like, well, like as we, as Allison and I navigate mixed mm-hmm. Asian-ness plus American-ness, how we do all of that stuff together. And granted, I think her kids are just a little bit older yeah, they are. than yours, but yeah, just curious. I, I say I was starting that. I mean, the fact that we were introducing them to more, uh, Korean foods. I mean, they, they did love the chop They ate a lot of it actually. Um, so good. yeah, it is really good. I mean, so that's an easy one to get started, but I also gave my daughter who's one, I gave her some of the non-spicy kimchi and she ate that. Uh, so again, you know, I'm, I'm introducing them through food, uh, and then, I mean, cause they don't really know the holidays. I mean, they barely know, you know, I mean, they know Christmas and Halloween, but and Easter, I guess, but you know, it's, it's, it's still a new thing really to be introducing them to, to holidays and what they represent and what they're, um, you know, what you do for those holidays. So I'm sure next year will be even more involved than this year was last year. I think I, like you said, I think I felt the pressure last year because it was new for us and I was jumping in with both feet to do it, but. But I can say for the last year, I have uh, eaten a lot more kimchi than I ever have in my life. Same. Yeah. Um, so I, I feel that, that just that that uh, start of it and start of our show and all the stuff that we've been discovering has made me eat more foods than I ever have before that I, you know, I was like, I liked it before, but I, I, feel like almost food. Like a, I feel like a need now to do it more so. I don't know what it is. So. Um, that just reminds me. So my wife and I try to eat a lot of protein because uh, we're well, she's counting macros. I'm by default then not not counting macros, right? So uh, one of the things we eat commonly for breakfast is egg whites. Which if you've just had egg whites, they're super plain. Mm-hmm. But one of the things I started doing was mixing in some samjang, which we had on a uh, previous yeah. episode, into the egg whites, and that just made them come alive. And then I finally ran out of that, so that I could go back. Because I remember saying in the episode, you know, this would be really great if it was spicy. And then uh, when we, so when I bought it, I bought some spicy samjang and that mm. has really transformed my breakfast ah. my kimchi bokumbap into something different or uh, i guess like a, a non-traditional kimchi bokumbap i don't know <laughs> there you go so All yeah right. i like it well, we, we, so that's nice we need more uh food photos and recipes soon we'll be we'll get on that i won't <laughs> i'm just all except, over I'm just, today i'm just like I'm, no nothing i'm not giving anything <laughs> Except right. for my emotions. Like for excellent podcast material. I know. No, but we need <laughs> we need to see the the successes and the failures. Okay. <laughs> and no, the failures. I, mean- <laughs> I know that was literally you for the listeners. Nathan was sh- pointing at me hard when he said that. They don't know that you weren't you with but my you eyes. No, uh, I'm just saying. You know, it's it's relatable material because I'm sure everybody out there has made something one time that didn't turn out the way they wanted it to. Nope, I'm a perfect cook. (laughs) 
Oh, and, and actually, this will be funny because I know this is coming out next week. My anniversary is actually this Sunday, and Woo. Patrick just had his wedding, and KJ, you just had your anniversary. So I, I brought that up. I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. All of us have now gotten married within a one-month period. Yeah. So that's pretty neat. One thing I wanted to say uh, just publicly on air was if you have – applied to be a guest on the show and then not heard anything back from us. It's because so many things happened and Ugh. we are working on our guest process. And so we do have, um, we have had a number of people sign up to be on the show, but we'd love uh, for more people to, to sign up and be guests on our show and, and fill that form out. So I think you can do that through a link in our bio on yes. our Instagram, but mm-hmm. would just wanted to let you know we're like, because of, the timeline and how much life has happened. We just, after we did LA, we were just like, all right, we just got to work through some things and then we're done. So we're finally catching up. Uh, we've had a couple of reviews come in for the show and we're really grateful about that. And some people bought some merch from our store. So we're really grateful. Basically, this is just a big thank you for supporting us and thank you for your patience because uh, we're still getting our crap together. That's what year two is for. <laughs> you got to clean yeah. up, clean up is- the act. You got to get yeah, the act first, going first in year one. Act, yeah. Then, and then you then clean, clean it, up, it up. And then you perfect yeah. it. And then, yeah, year three, we really hit yeah. us. And then year four, we start to stumble a little bit because <laughs> after you peak, you know, you have to stumble down. And then, right. But then year five, we're just absolute clowns. Yeah. Year five, we're clowning, <laughs> we're clowning around. We just, we year six, the shark. I don't know. Year year six, we and what are we doing year six what <laughs> i mean we're a beat we're clowns in year five and you know clowns sometimes don't make it to year six so and then year seven <laughs> yeah but we come back shows. we come back spin-off for year shows. seven year as a seven. spinoff wow yeah it's a little ways it's, away it's i thought we were doing spinoffs this year hosted by one other person we skip year six entirely come back for yeah. year seven with three well, spinoffs. The, the show was canceled and then the fans brought <laughs> we do it a back. reboot. Brought it back, but we each yeah. only individually but host. None of the original cast shows. members are there. Oh, exactly. It's like a scrubs thing. So we just make like little cameo appearances, but it actually follows the life of a Yeah, whole new but Sarah's stuff. intro remains the same. <laughs> She's still the same intro. The yep. end of the podcast. I like your hosts. KJ Nath- Nathan Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> KJ and Nathan, my partners Classic. in crime. Speaking of Classic. Scrubs, random uh, random fact: I just found out that Todd from Scrubs is a real estate agent in Santa Monica. So if yes, you are in Santa Monica right. looking for a house, quit doxing Todd. Todd from Scrubs. <laughs> I just thought that was awesome, though. I would love to have him as my real estate. Are we getting money really... for that, or I'm going to cut it out? Okay, no, I didn't take his name. <laughs> if he's not sponsoring the show, <laughs> nope, he doesn't get that plug. That's funny. And it's not really doxing, I guess, if it's... I'll stop talking about it. <laughs> How about Squid Game? No, don't talk about it. I'm sorry. I just, I I'm sorry I just screamed it, but don't talk about it. I want to watch it. I haven't got a chance yet. It's so good. Go watch it. Uh, well, I heard that the... Oh, I guess we could talk about it. I heard the American subtitles are not good. Um, oh, no. Really? Yeah. I heard that they are not very good, not very well done. And I guess that's a, like a big problem. Not with just that show, but... I, uh, I could assume that it's some of it's not accurate, but but you still get the point. Thought <laughs> yeah. about that, and now we're getting into representation. And <laughs> is it representation, or is it just a bad job of a subtitling? I think it's probably company? the bad job of the subtitling. Yeah, honest. I mean, well, I mean, happens. and it's about to be all kinds of crazy with the strike that's about to, or going on. Oh yeah, right. What? Yeah, this is the writer or not? Uh, it's not the writers. It's like the, the crew. Broadway, I thought. Yeah. 
No, it's like the the I A S T E, and I'm not 100 percent sure what that acronym acronym stands for. Yeah, but they're like the union for all the crew people that work on movies, mm-hmm. like uh, and stuff, and they've authorized. Like ninety eight percent of them voted to authorize a strike, so yeah. stuff is That's about to be happening in that industry. Anyways, okay, so here are a couple of reviews that came in in the last month during September. Uh, this one comes from Blaine Knoxville. It says, "Just discovered your podcast back in May, and I'm all caught up now, enjoying all the discussion on the show, learning more about your stories, and all the interviews of interesting Korean adoptees. I was adopted at three, grew up in a small Missouri town of Nixa. Shout out to Nixa, Missouri. I know exactly where that hmm. is. Uh, also to Beth Perkins, who is near there. I started becoming interested in my col- culture through my college years, and I'm proud to be Korean American. Great to know there are a lot of us adoptees out there. Currently living in Indianapolis now. Oh." Blaine, my dude, oh, real quick, okay, quick plug. Let me plug you, Blaine. <laughs> First off, I have two things before I plug uh, this thing I'm going to plug. Actually, one thing. Blaine, you got a sweet last name. When <laughs> you read his name, Blaine Knoxville, I was like, wait, is it Blaine, comma, Knoxville? But then that question was no, answered. Just, that's just the user handle on the review that was submitted. Oh, was so that might not even be his yeah. name, Blaine. But he actually signed his name, but for... For anonymity oh, purposes, I'm not going to say the full name. Well, anonymity. now I wish I wouldn't even have said any of this. Anyways, so, Blaine Knoxville, uh, we just launched, or I just was had the privilege of launching the Asian Adoptees of Indiana group. Uh, Dude, oh my recently. gosh, yes. Tell me about that. You should follow us on. You should follow us on. I haven't talked about it at all, actually. Uh, yeah. You should follow us on Let's Instagram. Talk about it right now. And I will send you an email. <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, do you want me talk to talk about, about that? Let's talk about yeah, it. Absolutely. Yeah, sure. And then we'll so, go to the next review. So everything that, so the show and everything that I've been doing over the past year, I've really wanted to, wanted that to culminate in something locally, something I could do on the ground in person uh, more often than I'm able to do in this capacity. And in, let's see, I believe it was May of this past year, I went and did, or gave a speech at a vigil here in Indianapolis for uh, the AAPI community. And a bunch of adoptees were there and talked and spoke. And it was wild because I was just like, it was like affirming that there are a lot of other adoptees here in this in this specific area. And we all kind of connected and we're like, oh, it'd be really cool, you know, if we like met up or like at least chatted on Zoom. And so a few of us started to do that. And uh, very quickly, it was like, okay, we want to make this as inclusive as possible. We want to get as many people in here as we possibly can. And so over the past few weeks, actually like the past like six weeks, we've been trying to meet as often as possible. It's been really sporadic, but just slowly formulated what is now the Asian Adoptees of Indiana group. And um, essentially what we've been doing so far is meeting every Sunday virtually on Zoom uh, and chatting and hanging out. But we want to be a safe space for any adoptees who either grew up in Indiana or currently living in Indiana to be able to come and connect and do like we've done over the past year online, uh, but geographically situated much closer to each other to make in-person things more feasible. So uh, it's been really great. We just had kind of our first official meeting since going live this past Sunday, uh, and we had some really great conversations. And I'm really excited about where we're going from here. We've had people just continue to to reach out and connect. And it's been pretty cool, to be honest. Great. That's awesome. 
Um, Good job. One question: Can I join? Uh, <laughs> you can join the mail. I'll put you on the email list. Wow, um, that's not not the right. <laughs> denied. I you, let Katie join yeah, because she currently lives in Jeffersonville, Indiana. Even though mm. she's technically wow, running the adop- Asian adoptees of Louisville group, so uh, our our neighbors to the south, because apparently they're part of the south and not the Midwest. Which I would debate. That's deeply accurate. Yeah. I would not debate that. Okay, I won't those. debate it. I won't debate it either because I've already been <laughs> ah, shamed out learning. of it. I've already been shamed out of it <laughs> once, so I won't do it again. Uh, but yeah, you can join. I'm 100%. Make, no, gonna, I can't join. I'm not yes, an Indian. Actually, let me make clarify. Make a fake profile, let me KJ. Um, so it <laughs> nice. is first and foremost for Asian adoptees, again, who have either grown up in Indiana or currently live here in the state. We do invite anybody who wants to come and join to join something that we were hoping to do. Oh, it's in the whole state? Yeah, so not just Indianapolis. Yeah, so something we're hoping to do is to be able to, as we grow, bring people in to speak to our community and hopefully facilitate adoptee-led workshops for also our allies, our (laughs) non-adopted people. Um, My head, sorry, in my head, you just said you were about to say adoptee-led worship. And I was like, what? (laughs) What? What does that even mean? Uh, I mean, maybe. If somebody wants to, they can. I'm not. That's not my alley. That's not my alley to go up. Oh, like, no, not worshiping adoptees, but (laughs) (laughs) adoptees leading worship. Anyways, you know, too many Christians. I got to quit that. <laughs> I mean, it's part of your job, but um, okay. that's accurate. Yeah. So but we do want to eventually be able to do things where we can invite our allies in uh, to sit in on conversation and, and learn with us. And we hope to be able to educate people on the appropriate and proper ways to advocate for our community in the same ways that we hope to be able to support and advocate for other marginalized, other marginalized communities as a consensus of voices when the time calls for that. Which is always so. Yes. Um, speaking of allies, this this episode is all over the place. Um, <laughs> what is going to be the I, title of I this can't episode? Wait to hear how you've edited it's, this episode. It's called it's, be great. it's called navel gazing with it's the Jiangsu boys. Um, no. Okay. So that just reminded me of this. Inc- what are happening with my photos? Oh no, they're all sinking. Oh no. Okay. Um, they reminded me of a post that I saw that I will pull up in a minute. Frick, frick, frick. Why would this happen to me right now? Uh, okay, this is from at Ferreira Swan. I saw this on Instagram. Yeah, Ferreira. Uh, it says, adoption promotes a lifetime of pretend, and this realization eventually rises to the surface for adoptees. When I read that, I was like, yes, this is actually what coming out of the fog means, is we stop playing pretend, we stop playing dress up. And I was like, Wow, that language just blew my mind. And I think that that's what... So one of the questions that we got asked at the live show was what episodes did you suggest allies listen to Mm -hmm. for the Zanchi show, which I think was a really good question. But kind of going back to how we navigate these new intersectionalities, these new holidays, these new bits of ourselves that we're aware of, it can be kind of a lot of pressure when your partner, your ally, whatever, somebody who's just like, I just want to support you. So you tell me how we're doing this. Like for me, the reason I only ate chapjay during this year's Chuseok was because that's literally all I could muster. Like that's all my brain had the space for was because somebody had sent me a post that was like, Hey, Chuseok is coming up. Here's some foods you might be interested in. And I was like, I do love some chapjay. So, and then I barely made it in time, you know? Um, but like sometimes even just the singular question of like, what are we doing this year? 
like looking to to your adoptee being the expert on their culture when they're like just now learning it is really tough. And I know that I know that there can be some wrestling with well, it's not my culture, so I don't want to, you know, like that kind of discovery togetherness. I don't know how have y'all wrestled with, especially now doing this for a year, that in between, I guess, of of exploring what is your culture, but exploring together with your loved ones, and uh, yeah, what how's that all shaken out? So this is actually a conversation we had in our group discussion on Sunday. Was you know how do you how do you as an adoptee navigate the really awkward situations that arise, like when somebody comes up in public to you and is like you know, where are you from? And gets into that conversation. And for some of us, it's like we default to kind of just spilling all of our story. And really, and once we do that, giving up ownership and agency kind of of it, and we're kind of being dictated within the conversation. And um, I've been writing a lot lately about sharing stories and the privilege of sharing stories and how it is so how it, it takes so much uh takes so much it takes a lot of ability to navigate how and when and why you're going to share something and in in relation to how and when and why I'm navigating between all of these things over the past year um I relate it to sharing stories because it's such an opportunity to be able to partake in my own culture and I have the opportunity now even though it was taken away from me I still view it as an opportunity and when I don't, or when I have to put the brakes on, it's one, it is because I need the space to, to, I'd only have so much space to be able to take it in. But two, it's like what you said earlier, it's like, that is on me still. And it's like recognizing my own, my own culpability in how and when and why I learn and why it is important for me to still pursue it, but ha- being able to also recognize when I don't, why I don't. So I guess that's how I'm navigating it is like holding myself accountable when I can't or when I'm unable to uh, push forward in certain aspects uh, in both of those realms, whether it be adoptee related or related to culture. Yeah. So would you say it's just like being aware of your rhythms and kind of, yeah, just like just especially I think while you're finding your footing, just giving yourself grace to be like, this is what's happening. Can I understand why it's happening even a little bit and just like allowing yourself to go with that flow? Yeah, giving myself grace to be in the flow of it, but also and while at the same time knowing that I have to hold myself accountable when I do make a misstep or when I'm not Mm, maybe pursuing something as I could uh, because I'm telling myself that I don't have the capacity when I may still. It doesn't but it doesn't necessarily mean I don't, you know, and that's where the grace comes in, that grace part. Sure. Okay. Nathan, what about you? I don't know. I'm, I mean, I've been, like I said, obviously navigating a lot of um, time management um, from it because it feels like there's so much more to learn now that I've learned over the last year. I'm trying to make sure that I have the time to be present in, in what I'm doing here with the family and at home as well as learning as much as I can uh, about the culture and about food and about other things that I've wanted to learn about that I didn't you know, know about, I guess, prior to last year when we started. I don't know. It's been very uh, eye-opening, and I'm just taking my time with that. And my wife has been very gracious to to be very understanding of the time that I've been putting into recordings and um, you know the live show and things like that. So yeah, um, for me, I think because of the family and everything, it's it's mainly been that aspect of it. But I really appreciate uh, uh, everything that I've learned over the last year from both you guys and from our viewers and. Jerry and every everything that, that I have more 
um, Korean related uh, posts or uh, followers and follow people that I'm following on Instagram than I ever have before. It's like a yeah. whole new world. So, the old Korean related awesome. followers. Don't you dare close your eyes. <laughs> well, I think Hold it, your breath, it gets better. <laughs> I think something that makes it kind of overwhelming at times is I'm going to use a, uh, a phrase. One of my colleagues said to me on my first day at my new job, she's like, all of this information is like drinking from a fire hose. And it really is. It gets like yeah. overwhelming very quickly. And it can be like, like for you, Nathan, you know, you're not only married, but you have three kids and you've just moved and you're in a ton of trans, your whole family's in transition. It's like, I don't have time to just try and sip out of this fire hose because I'm definitely going to drown. Like, let me put, pump the brakes. And even still, you're like finding the time to at least connect culturally through food, which has always been a gateway for you. Uh, you know, so applause. I commend you for that effort. <laughs> I, mean, I was like, you know what, what I'm doing? Applause. <laughs> Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but that's all I was trying to say. Just a lot. It's a lot of like culturally, it's so much. And we, you know, mm-hmm. not growing yeah. up with it, it's like trying to learn a new language. Ha ha ha. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the classic phrase Korea wasn't built in a day. The classic <laughs> phrase. Yeah. The one that we're all familiar with. I yes. mean, Korea, let's just talk about that Korea is currently in its fifth millennia of existence. Like that's oh, yeah. ridiculous to me. Mm-hmm. And so me being in year two of all of this, I'm okay if I'm just making some babbly sounds that might start to begin to sound like intelligible language, you know? Same. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like, it, it is a lot. And I it's hard to say to someone who is well-meaning and who loves you, hey, that one question about what are we doing for Chuseok that you asked one time and you were very sincere about gave me a lot of stress and anxiety. <laughs> and so please never ask me that again, because like you can't just say that right. even if that's true, you know what I mean? You're just like, yeah. oh, I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? But also you can't close your fist that way. And then like, they're like, Oh, well l- let me try to explore this for you. And then throw that fist right back at their face. You're like, no, this is my, you know what I mean? Right. Like there's just mm-hmm. such a weird yeah, it's such a weird way of navigating that. But I just think that the, these kinds of conversations are going to be important. And Nathan, I think what you said about being aware of the time that you spend and being intentional about the time that you spend is is important. Like for me, I think my bare minimum is doing a show. And like it is, uh, however often we record, uh, hopefully weekly, if we <laughs> get our crap together and whatnot, but, um, and life allows it. It's not that we just have been disorganized but um we've been disorganized for good reason but this is the bare minimum for me of practicing and of thinking and of giving myself the space of for for about an hour a week i'll think about what it means to be an adoptee and what it means to be an asian american Mm -hmm. what it means to be korean american you know and and all those things so yeah it's just been been interesting but i something about what we were talking about 10 minutes ago made me think about that question so Back to the reviews, which is still technically the segment of the show we're in. That was a great review, review that, that prompted all of that discussion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, like 10 minutes of so discussion. This one comes from the Hannah Lee, a uh, friend and Who? previous guest of the show. <laughs> Hannah. She says, five stars. These guys are amazing. Never have I felt so seen and heard as with these individuals. Their podcasts give ins- amazing insight into CAD life and experiences. Their fun and laid back energy is magnetic. Listen to all episodes. All right. I like Thank that. You. Call Thank to you action at the end. Any yeah. great review has episodes. a great all call to action, all caps, periods. I dare you. 
Download all. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna offer this up to our listeners. If you uh, leave us a review, we will read it out on the show. If you have a question for us, please Ooh. send us a question uh, to our email inbox, uh, johnchishow at justlikemedia.com. Because obviously, as you know, Facebook and Instagram are not reliable ways to get things because they crash. So you could send us an email and we will talk about it on the show so we can get into some listener Q&A so that we can have that interaction. That's one of the things that we want to do is be able to have podcasting be less of a two-way street. Sorry, less of a one-way street, more of a two-way street, even though it's like catching separate trains on the same rail. I think that metaphor works. That's a crashing metaphor. You get it. (laughs) No, they go in two directions. Right. They're going this way. Yeah. So you're getting stretched between the two. Gotcha. All I right. got it. You're being ridiculous. Uh, I'm just being myself. Yeah, yourself is ridiculous. Hey. You just gotta Thank you. own Thank it. You. I do own um, it. I think that's it for this week, yeah? yeah. I guess. Sure. I'm good with that. Um, <laughs> cool. This is a great We have mix. we have you We're, know some good interviews. We don't know up, how to so lead we, in, we gotta save our we energy. We don't know how to lead out. <laughs> Why are we podcasters? I don't right. know because people, people come for the stuff in the middle. People Nathan, come for in the roll middle. is out of the show. Fig- if, remember how we do that? Yeah. Well, if if uh, as he said, if anyone wants to leave <laughs> us a review, please do uh, send us an email. All that good stuff. Um, you can find me at nnowak on Instagram. You can find me at Patrick in the world also on Instagram. And if you are an Asian adoptee who listens to this podcast uh, and you are in the state of Indiana, please follow us at at Asian adoptees of Indiana. That is the handle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can find me at KJ Rilke, wherever I want to be. Find, 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 find it. it. Find it. Yeah, if you, you want can... to find it, uh, KJ. Oh my. Uh, you, you can see me on the internet anywhere that I want to be finded or sawn uh, at KJ Rilke. Or you can go to my website to get my email, kj.rilke.info. If you don't trust social media platforms anymore, which you should not, um, but we'll still be using them. So, True. Yeah. You can send them snail mail at... No. Don't ever send Also, me, ever. Uh, send us your questions to <laughs> johnchishow, just like media.com, or uh, if you want to tweet at us or mention us on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook even, um, or just ask it in the John Show After Party, which is our Facebook group. You can do that all through the social media handle at Show. I think that's it. We that's still got it. merch. We, we still got merch. Oh, we need to get those mugs up on the. We oh need yeah, to get the mugs up. Yeah, there's going to be some new mugs coming up. So if you're listening to this, yes, keep us honest. If you're a fan of Ask drinking for those liquids mugs in stainless steel Nestle. containers, also yeah, make yeah, sure we got, we got when those. you get the cut of all of the segment titles that we've said throughout <laughs> the history of the show, send that to me. <laughs> oh right, yeah, cool. just thank you, Patrick. Yeah, just to me, Patrick. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Uh, that is it for this week. So, all right, cool. Year two. That's it. Rolling on. We'll see you next all week. Right. Next Wednesday. Goodbye. Later. Bye. 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 Bye.